0: Victory points. I'm Becca Scott, and this is a podcast about people who love tabletop games, interviewing other people who love tabletop games about tabletop games they love, and other stuff about tabletop games. Welcome to our guests today. I have Aaron Rose Widener and Dean D'Onofrio, the co-creators of Meeple People, a web series about a group of friends that loved to game, and sometimes yep. messy love interests get in the way. Sure do. Welcome. Mm. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Yeah, yeah this is very really excited great to be here. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. excited to have you. Oshi the dog is very excited we're to have very excited you. We're excited to meet Oshi. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's usually pretty calm, but today he is feeling ready to pod. you, <laughs> hush. you don't get a mic. All right. Uh, so let's see. Um, we'll get to Meeple people, but uh, today we're going to talk about a little bit about the different type of gamers that are out there, how they're portrayed in the media, and maybe what we'd like to see portrayed differently. And then we'll talk about some of our favorite games and what y'all are playing right now. Um, But first, Aaron Rose, I want you to tell me about how you got into gaming, or was it through this web series?
1: So I am not um, Dean D'Onofrio, who is, like, an amazing gamer, but what I am is, like, I loved um, playing, like, really – uh, like Monopoly as a kid I like loved Monopoly as a kid and I love like the very light games as a kid And see, then no, no, Monopoly is not a light game I now. Know, oh. especially if you're the banker but <laughs> uh, which I always had to be see um, now you're a hardcore strategy mm, gamer yeah. you just don't know yes. it yeah. yes. uh, but Nerd. then like when I met Dean and like I started learning like a little bit more like Catan and you know just different things like I mean I'm sorry that's another light game but like then I started playing well more... known is <clears> not
0: to be confused with light yeah Well,
2: I think she's underselling herself. She had played a a lot, a number of gateway games prior to meeting me. Yeah. She and her husband. Yep. And uh, she came to my game night. I have a weekly game night. We play three or four times a week. We're just obsessed. She came to one. Yep. And we introduced her to some other games. And then she said, why isn't this like, why don't we write this? Why don't we write a series about this?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's, I think what was so interesting was that there were so many board games that I had never heard of too. Like, even though like I had played around with some games that weren't like super entry level games, but then I like, you know, my whole world kind of exploded and I was like, this is so fun. So interesting. Um, And it was just fun to learn and do them. And so, um, so yeah, so I think, and then when I saw Dean's game night, I was like, this would be a great show like we had basically I had auditioned for Dean for his uh, series of one acts that he does Um so he does a series of one acts that he writes and directs like every um year
0: well, Dean, tell me about that yeah uh, tell me about your one acts because that's I assume <clears throat> how you two met was you were cast in one of these that
2: is right Great. so I'm a writer I've always been a writer I've written spec scripts TV stuff with Aaron Rose here but I always like to do theater and I have a series of comedy one acts that i write and then i put them on just to see that immediate audience reaction to the writing and it's fun and it's exciting to work with actors it's just fantastic cast her in something a few years back she was amazing and she was like, why don't we write something together? And that's kind of, kind of how all mm-hmm. that started.
0: Oh, and tell me about your game night. You said, or game nights, plural. You yeah. said three <laughs> to four a week? That well, is ambitious. I know, it's
2: crazy. No, it's, it's something crazy. to be
0: very proud of. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have at least one. Several I know have well, uh, that yeah. many per week. I don't know how you do it. Explain to me yes. the logistics so here.
2: I started hosting game nights back in 04 when I discovered the hobby, when I really discovered first party games and then somebody told us about Settlers of Catan and then Ticket to Ride and then it snowballed from there. So I decided to put together like-minded people, friends of mine that I already had who liked games and then we met new people. We did, you know, we posted about meetups and stuff like that. And every few years we add to the group. We add new people to the group and we play every weekend. And it's just grown and grown to this awesome group we've become like family so you we do have things multiple tables of
0: going I have yeah dinner.
2: it's kind of the point where a, a friend of ours of uh, someone in the group bought this beautiful tabletop Ooh. you know that we put mm-hmm. over my table and I just leave it there and then I bought a bunch of card tables so on Saturday when we have a bigger group you know like maybe 15 10 to 15 people Uh, We'll have like three different tables set up or and then we'll get together to do like one in the living room, like one big party game. You know, it always changes, you know, and actually the the board game barrage guys. You had Kellen on here. We did. They met at my game night they are
0: Cut. what yeah yeah. I listen to their podcast all the time I think it's a great podcast Oh, they, that That's podcast is
2: amazing yeah. I yeah. think everyone should listen to it those guys and not just because I know them yeah. but they're really good they know what they're talking about and they're funny yeah. but um, anyway so they um, they all met at my game night and uh, they still come
0: so you yeah. created board game barrage some might no, say. No, I did not. I no, just want to I just want I just
2: want ah, to say to had and it. I want to say to the world, <laughs> Kellen and uh Nealon and Mark, I did not you create anything. You owe
0: him. is what he's no, trying to no, say. You owe this Dean. This is
2: the last thing that Kellen wants to hear. <laughs> uh, but uh no no no. I I just meant to say that they are uh frequent uh, and
1: I think what's funny is Neelan because like Dean has known Neeland for like years and years and years, is that Neelan was actually part of our test audience when we were. So when we did Meeple People originally, we actually did t- focus groups. Yes. Like, we did so many focus groups to like tra- change around some of the storylines and just see how it worked for our marketing background coming into yeah, play. and
2: um, She's a genius with all of it. <laughs>
1: And so so Neilan was
0: one of, like, our focus group,
2: yeah, which was, like, yeah, a super fun.
0: Well, before we get into the nitty-gritty yeah. of the web series, let's talk about what Meeple People is, what the inspiration. Obviously, you came to Game Night, and you said yeah. this is a show. Dean, why didn't you think of this before, you writer that has Game Nights? I
2: know, I know. Well, <laughs> I always thought it would be fun to do something, but it was Aaron Rose that said, why don't we do it in this way and make it a series? <laughs> Yes. So, so, um, uh, yeah. So, yes. So, anyway.
1: But you know what? You did write a one act, um, that had, like, was about video. I, I game did. Gamers, I, well, I think. no, there, there was, was, was a one gamers. act where they were
2: playing a party game. Yeah. Okay. And that was yeah. kind of a popular oh, one. Oh, right. Yeah. That was yeah. a good one. I like, I like really awkward, dark comedy. I like, I like that uncomfortable kind of comedy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which I think you can tell from it. And this is what we were writing with yeah. people. But I also, I wanted to make something that would be, it was. I wanted it to be a love letter to the board game community. I wanted it to be something that other gamers like myself could look at and say, yes, I recognize that. Oh, yes, maybe uh, we're, we're poking fun at ourselves here or we're showing the love of games here. And that's for me. That's for us. And this is something I can enjoy. Maybe it's not for everybody, right? But, you know, it's something that I wanted to provide. To the community. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we haven't yet done it. Let's give the elevator pitch. Whoever would prefer to do it. Okay. Aaron Rose.
1: <laughs> so Meeple People is about a group of board gamers who are just trying to find their people. Um, and uh, they've come together every night for years to play board games. And then they get this guy who comes to their game night, Brad. Uh, who Brad. They're not, Brad, who they're not super excited about. They've had him in a couple times, and he's just been... Uh, not a super team player in a lot of different ways. Um, but then they have to invite him because his roommate Emily um, becomes the crush of the main guy Aaron. So which is played by you. Which you is are Emily. Emily. So I play Emily. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Amazing. So the idea is that they're they're not very welcoming to him at the very, very yeah. beginning. They're a little snobbish about it. Yep. And the idea over the course of the series, and in fact today, yep. the last episode drops yep. of, of the first season. It's about first impressions and how yeah. they can be wrong yeah. and it's about how um, uh, you should allow uh New people to come into your group, and yeah. you should be a little bit more tolerant. Yeah, and and you should not be a dick about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't and, be a dick, people. Right. And I also think like what's kind of funny is like so like my best friend. We always have this joke. Like we actually did a play together in college, um, and we hated each other. Like we hated each other. We thought like the other one was so horrible. We just like she, I, she was so sweet and wonderful. And I was like, this cannot be real. But she is actually like genuinely like the sweetest, most I never wonderful trust person. It. Uh -uh. Yeah, never trust it. Um, But like to this day, we are still best friends. And I am like, we don't live in the same city, but like she is like my dearest, bestest friend in the entire world. So I think like it is about like you find people sometimes in like the most unexpected ways that maybe you don't necessarily have an immediate connection to or you don't even like at the beginning, but then they become your people. And I think that's what's so interesting. And that's what's so cool about board games is it does bring people together in that way. This
2: is what happened to me. My best friends, who are still my best friends for many, many years, were people who loved to go out and party and they loved to go to clubs. That's not my scene. I went because these were my friends. Yeah. I finally decided, you know what? I want to do what I want to do. And I found my people. I found my yep. friends through the board game community. Yep. And some of those people are now, most of those people are now my closest friends as well. Yeah. And it's because of this hobby that we share.
0: Absolutely. And I think a lot of us hardcore board gamers love to find our friends that way. And it's something we've talked a lot about. But uh, the idea that I'm interested in is this idea of gatekeeping and how that Mm -hmm. really just ends up hurting people's perception of the hobby and perception of you. Because when I've I've watched the series and I actually like Brad the most as a character. He's very eager and kind and just wants to play. And to me, that's someone that I'd love to game with someone that. Uh, no matter the outcome, they're positive about it, yeah. uh, which is a hard place to get to as a yeah. gamer. I find some people can be a little hardcore and uh, bitter about the results. Myself, formerly being one of those people, yeah. and having I think uh, grown a lot in that regard. So, um, and and the main character Aaron is uh, a little bit that that gatekeeper sensibility is um, now something that I'm a little bit repelled by. So yeah. was that kind of the intention to have the antagonist of the main character be so likable or is that something that just kind of comes with the actors too? Well, no,
2: we want everyone to like Brad and we love Brad and he is, he has from the yeah. fans so far, he has become one of the most popular characters yeah. because of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I think we wanted Aaron to be more likable. Yeah, We definitely wrote him to be more likable. Um, but in the execution and this is on me as a director. I, I think that he did come off a little, at, not as likable as we would have liked. But you know, um, at the same time, uh, it goes back to the learning of the lessons by the end. Again, the episode today, yeah, that drops was sort of we'll touch on that a little bit. It softens yeah. Aaron, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, and that's sort of the point.
0: Yeah, were there other lessons that you learned as a director in this process about oh, every how time to I direct, shape actors?
2: Every time I direct, I learn something new. Every time, yeah, I'll never stop learning. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are—we're always learning about how to be more efficient with our projects. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. many projects. We like TV yeah. projects that we put together and stuff.
1: But Dean is an amazing director. I think one of the things that like I love about Dean as director is that he's just—he's a—he's so open and focused on the actors. So like, I think it's something that you know when we did the plays together originally that I really appreciated was that he would just. Like, just zero in on you. Just zero in on you as an actor and just, like, receive what you were giving. And I think, like, not a lot of directors do that. Like, where a lot of directors just have, like, their... incredible like specific specific vision and don't allow actors to do their thing and um and he allows actors to do that but at the same time is able to tweak it and just be a fantastic receptacle
0: for that so um and yeah no you're 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 amazing you're an amazing director compliment because i find that in acting, but also in life, one of the greatest skills is listening yeah. and not just listening with your ears, but listening with every yeah. part of yourself yeah. and being able to internalize what the other person is yeah. doing physically and, yep. and sort of, quote unquote, listening to what they're yeah. doing physically by observing yeah. it uh, and taking it in. And so that's a really nice compliment. <laughs> yeah, I I'm think- more
2: interested in working with actors than I am with the camera. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. So that's there one thing that I learned. There are types of directors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as much of a camera director, but I learn every time I do a new thing, I learn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. well, you come from a background of theater where well, there I is actually, no camera. Well, I actually
2: come from a background of, of film. Oh, really? But, okay. But I've never been one that, that really uh, had a knack for the camera directing, you know? I was much more interested in directing actors, and I think that's why I gravitated eventually toward theater.
0: Yeah. It is definitely yeah. that medium. Yeah. That's interesting because so many people go the other direction of... I studied theater and then I uh, got into film. uh, Yeah. Because it's more uh, of a results oriented, perhaps. What about
2: you in terms of theater? Have you done theater?
0: Oh, well, I do have my (laughs) Bachelor's of Fine (laughs) Arts. No, sorry. It's just a BA, not a BFA um, (laughs) in theatrical performance. Uh, But uh, but, yeah, moved, like, that's why I moved to LA was to act. And then uh, I found out. Oh, it's way more fun to play board games all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, drama's hard. It's It's hard. hard. Uh, hard. I saved that for class. Um, (laughs) All right. So we're going to take a little break, and then there's so much more I want to talk to you guys about uh, what you're playing recently, what I've been playing, and more about um, sort of the types of players that you come across and that you guys have archetyped in your show. So we're going to take a quick break. Welcome back to Victory Points. I'm here with Aaron Rose Widener and Dean D'Onofrio, who are the creators of Meeple People, the web series. We say that for all the people joining us on NPR who come in halfway through the That's podcast. Right. Hello, NPR. Yeah. <laughs> um, whoever's skipping to halfway through the podcast just to hear me reintroduce, what are you doing? Uh, it's also my best um, fresh air impression. Oh nice. All right. Uh Terry, <laughs> take it away. Terry Gross. So I was wondering in your childhood, what was the kernel of this that really like, I heard that Terry Gross records her podcast with her eyes closed and sitting in a dark booth. Oh my I gosh. I like that to fully focus. Yeah, good for uh, her. The, the Auditory. So she's, like, she
2: she's wow. Why waste that? your eyes when <laughs> you're just using so. your mouth and ears? You so. know, but she's then so good really at what she focus. does. You
1: can really focus. You can really listen. You can really take it in. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listening yeah. with your whole body. There you go. Okay, so uh, I want to talk a little bit about Dean's collection. So, okay. Oh my gosh, yes. How many games do you think you have right now? I think I we saw them featured yep. in was the set of Meeple People Your Place.
2: It was actually her old apartment, yeah. and we shuttled like four carloads of games <laughs> over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And our art department, you know, had to yeah, figure it
0: like out. figure out where to put them all. Uh, and no, the, but did I you have, have the classic IKEA gamer shelf? What is it? Yeah, the yeah. Calax. Yeah, ca- I now Kallax? have the Calax yeah. myself. Yeah, yep. I'm for, just moved on from my Calax. It was oh, a big, have? big yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's
2: an important step. Uh, <laughs> I needed no. a
0: seven-foot-tall f- bookshelf. is what
2: I did. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, even my Calax, which is brand new, is like I need. More room, <laughs> but what I do now is I used to have a much larger collection. I have maybe about 150 games. I, Very I used impressive. to have much larger, but I realized, you know, it, I do math trades a lot. Again, thanks to Mark Basada of Board Game Bro, who's the master of math trades. Anyone who has questions, he's the expert. Uh,
0: wait, what is math trade? A uh, math
2: trade. So a uh, math trade is something you can find on BGG, where um, you uh, type in all the games that you want from your collection that you want to trade. Everyone else does that. Then there's a huge list. You pick from the list the ones that you're willing to trade, uh, that you're willing to take, and you mark, like, uh, these are the games I'm willing to give up for this game. And these are the games I'm willing to give up for, up for this game. Then they do math. They do some hardcore math.
0: All the math. This is
2: amazing. they figure out who gets what so that it's as. Fair as possible and balanced as possible, so the the so game it's a, that you're kind of getting a
0: pool. You're not, it's not just a one for one trade. No, it's not it's a, a one for one at trades. all.
2: So you end up getting some games from a bunch of different people, and your games go out to maybe a completely different group of people. <gasps> this is genius. Yes, and we do this. We now only do uh, myself and Mark and some of our other friends. We only do it for the local math trade that happens at Strategicon here in LA.
1: That you were just at.
2: That I was just at Strategicon, which is the gaming convention.
1: Yeah. Uh and mm,
2: we we meet that. up in this room and there's like a you know 50 people in this room calling out names, calling out usernames, you know, and we make our big trade. And there's also a v- virtual flea market where you can auction off your games. That's so fun. So I th- I get rid of a lot of games that way that oh, my group gosh. doesn't want to play anymore or that we're all over.
0: Yeah, I've got a cold the collection. It's been a while. You really
2: should do yeah. a math trade here locally. <sighs> people would freak out to see you show up at the at the math <laughs> trade at at Strategic Because
0: content. you they got recognized Strategic Con. I got trades. recognized
2: as Strategic Con for Meeple people.
0: Yeah, oh, ooh, can, <laughs> I, uh, can my apples to apples be like in your high tier? I'll trade you for like Guess a- what? Somebody <laughs>
2: will want your apples to apples. Somebody will want it. Yes.
0: <laughs> Not Bogdan. I licked this particular Not box. That's Not Bogdan. I, mean. I don't have it. I don't have it. I was... Mentioning the example of a game that is shat upon within Meeple people. That is correct. I
2: personally love Apples to Apples. My group will not ever play it ever again. uh, And I know so many people hate Apples to Apples. Absolutely. I like Bogdan from the show. But I'm with Emily, our character. I like it. I don't mind it. I like it.
1: (laughs) It's kind of fun. Um, uh, I also love that we got a comment on that.
0: Uh, when that right. episode aired, that was like someone had to say it. Someone had to say <laughs> it. Right. To say the it. elephant in the room, the that's giant right. apple in the room. Right. I love this idea of math trades, and I feel like such a dum dum that uh, I don't deserve this podcast if I didn't know about math trades. Let what am I doing? You,
2: it is fantastic. And then they have an auction, a separate auction that's run like a normal auction where they auction, and that is fascinating. I would love to do a documentary series just filming the auction. Why because don't you? It's so fascinating. To yeah. see all the different personalities and all the different people who are, like, dying to get these super rare versions, like the Russian Monopoly or something. Out of uh, print yeah. copies. Yeah. They want the crazy version, like old, old games from, like, the 30s yeah. or something. Yeah, You know, it's
0: yeah. really fun. Uh, but you're not a collector in that vein. No, no, no,
2: no. no I'm not.
0: Yeah, me neither. I don't I'm, – I'm, I'm, I am I'm. want to play it. I don't want to collect it. I want to yeah. play it
2: until we're sick of it and then I'm going to trade it. I feel something
0: like you else. would have to have a lot of colics. Bookshelves. You'd have to, to have a lot. Like a lot I of so can handle one. <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I can handle one. For yeah, but you're,
0: but you're in the math trades games. I, so, yeah, no, now thanks
2: to Mark. I am all about the math trades.
0: So y- all you need is one calyx. Because I feel like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When your collection has come to a point, like wh- how many is too many games, would you say? Like, is three calyxes time to maybe well, go no, to a I, trade? I
2: think everyone should do what they want. So if you want a thousand board games, Marie you kind should of have. disagrees.
0: Yeah, yeah, right.
2: <laughs> that's right. Well, do but they if bring you
0: joy? <laughs> yeah, that's true. If
2: you want wall-to-wall board games, you should have it. So yeah. um, I, you know, now that a lot of my friends are buying their own board games and they're bringing it to the game night, I don't need to. Buy you
1: don't need to many. buy all of them, right? Can play because you have friends I have who have
2: friends games. Who have games? Well, yeah. I, I used to like... be the only one, but now you know.
0: Before buying a game, do you consult the regular? attendees I do because to make sure they don't have it or that they don't get it A make sure they don't
2: have it if they're if they come frequently enough they're gonna bring it and B are you guys willing to play it because I'm not gonna play it with myself and my (laughs) cat yeah so uh, I yeah I, I'm you know and I'm not much oh, for solo plays. Oh, there's a game plays. idea. Yeah,
0: listen, my developer friends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Game for one player with cat. Well, <laughs> let me
2: tell you, my cat offers his own version of an expansion for many <laughs> games because he jumps onto the table and moves the pieces around. So we call it the <laughs> cat expansion. Yes,
0: yes. Oh, I He like wants that. to be
2: part of it. Yeah, no, so that's he's good. like knocking things over. <laughs> that's great. Uh, but yeah, so so you were asking about
0: how many is too many? But you said to each their own.
2: To each their own. Everyone yeah. should do what they want.
0: Okay. Well, I disagree. I think there is a limit. <laughs> 149 is the oh limit. So, Dean, so you Dean just...
1: just oh, yeah, I'm I just want to. Well, so, know which know one I, of his games do you want? I'll one when I
2: get home.
0: <laughs> which game are you looking oh, for? Maybe um, he has one. A Feast of one. Odin? A Feast for
1: Odin?
2: A Feast I for Odin. I, it. Okay. I don't own. I well. love it. I don't own it.
0: Hmm. Maybe maybe you
1: traded them.
2: That's right. <laughs>
1: you can get map it for her, right. You can source it. Yeah, that's right. And Erin, have you started to collect it all? I do. I mean, the the thing I have like so many multiple versions of Dominion. I have every like variation on Dominion. Oh wow! To see Erin
2: um, Rose play Dominion, she is focused. <gasps> I'm
1: so focused, and like it's you can't
2: the, even talk to her yeah. and have a normal conversation. She is just in it.
1: And I can't like yes. I cannot play it with like it's you know like I cannot play it with my husband because I know like, what kind of game? We, Mercy. Uh, no, it's me. Oh, okay. like we both are. We're both very competitive. So we just like do not have fun. They can playing only against play cooperative other. games yeah. now. So now we've only like so we actually really love Pandemic Legacy. Like so we finished season one and so we're on season two and we've been in the middle of season two for a little while. But like that's what's fun for me is like now we're at least like, okay, we can beat the game. But even in season one, I have to say there were a couple moments where I was like, You're telling me what to do.
0: Right. Like that, that's the problem that, with that is not
1: cooperative. You know, like can I can I choose
0: what the move is that I want to do? Well, quarterbacking is a serious problem. Yeah, We've serious addressed problem. this issue before, yeah. but I think it's always worth addressing again because. <laughs> what game is but I-
2: there are games that that f- solve that problem. I think. Right. Oh, what's Spirit what's new example? Is one. Oh. Spirit Island. You're doing your own thing. Okay. There's not much. You, you, Tell me more. Each player has so much to do in their own realm that it, it's it's not going to be easy to quarterback everybody. Yeah, you don't I have am to be a major dude to really want
0: yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. I just played It: Evil Below from the OP, which is really know. fun. Okay. Uh, they're just releasing it. it. I had a blast playing the. It's so immersive, and I love the It films. Uh, okay. I love the the recent You're reboot into horror and yeah. the new one that's coming. Oh my gosh, it looks terrifying. Yeah, yeah. and I love um, a game that can make you feel horror. Like speaking oh, of Legacy, yeah. the game's Betrayal. Yeah, Legacy to really feel that fear from a game is a really exciting thing. Yeah, uh, but. This is a cooperative game, and I have a serious problem with cooperative games for the quarterbacking reason. Yes. And um, I have been known to yell at people. Don't tell them what to do on their turn yeah. in yeah. a joking way, but then they get but it. You're I'm it. serious. Yeah, <laughs> you may only talk during your turn. <laughs> That's my rule, because I think it. Most people are not going to have a good time if yeah. they didn't. If they're not the one person that was ordering everyone to go. Right. You know. Yeah. Can okay. I
2: offer up? Letter, yeah. letter jam which is a new cooperative game
0: I saw it you love get it
2: it's so good and it's another one where it would be very difficult to quarterback t- because you don't know anything about your letters so you have to rely on other people to make some decisions so you and the this talking that you do amongst the players, is it never devolves into raw, raw, you do this you do that it's not like that it's designed so that it's a little bit of a nicer gentler play yeah mm-hmm. letter jam
0: so beautiful box i love that it's just a strawberry on the cover uh and i it looks sort of like the inglorious <laughs> bastards game where you've got something stuck on your forehead that only other people can see and you can't see so you have yeah you one have, letter have it's showing... like hanabi
2: if you've ever played hanabi it's another oh, beautiful yeah. cooperative game I don't know if you play that, but you have. It's on my shelf. You, Is that you the same? Create, <laughs> that's okay. So you create, uh, let's say you create a five-letter word for the neighbor <laughs> to your left. You take a bunch of letters and you create an easy five-letter word. And you hand it to the player to your left. And then you get one. You can't see your letters. You mix up the letters so they're scrambled. And then you put one at a time goes in this little thing that everyone else can see your letter but you.
0: Like a scrabble tray kind of, but giant. Kind of,
2: yeah. Can I, yeah uh, I can't think of the word right now, but each individual stand, like a little plastic stand. Got it. And then everyone else is taking turns trying to create a word out of all the other letters that includes your letters. And hopefully, based on the word they create... You know what your letter is. They can't Mm. tell you the word. They just say, um, Mm. "Aaron Rose's letter is a number." This is the first letter. This guy is the second letter. Dean, yours is the third letter. And I'm like, "Well, it can only be a G or an N, maybe." So I'm taking notes. And whenever you think you know your letter, you move on to the next letter. And cooperatively, you're all trying to figure out your letters and then unscramble them to form a word. And you all win if you all figure out. Was that the game
1: that you were just playing?
2: I was just playing this with. Uh, a, a lovely woman that I'm dating,
0: yeah. <gasps>
2: oh. and it was her first time at game night.
0: Oh, very exciting. And
2: I was, I was so excited to have her. But here's the difference between her and I. <laughs> she I was to her left. She gave me five letters that she created a word out of. At the end of the game, I, I've successfully unscrambled the letters. I figured all mine out. And I said, oh, Roses. You gave me roses. How romantic. I was so excited because we're still in the new and new in the dating process. I said, Roses, Amanda, how great. A roses, you gave me roses. She said, No, sores. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gave me sores. <laughs> I said I said, no. say, I said. I said no. I said I thought you were
2: being romantic. She goes, no, no, no. I was giving you sores.
1: <laughs> I said. She oh. sounds like a blast. I love it. Yeah, yeah. No. You know what?
2: She's a horror writer, so obviously <laughs> she's thinking of a uh, darker. Sure. This but the I, world I, she I just lives thought in. thought how great. I was like showing it off. Really? Look, everybody. She gave me roses. <laughs> no, she gave me sores. That's nice. That's oh, nice. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and she, she did between Dean and, <laughs> and Yes, <Yeah. end> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Perfect compliment, it seems <laughs> to me. Yeah. It's like,
2: all right, I'll take the source.
0: <laughs> I love you enough. i like you yeah. enough to take I'll the take source. I'll take your source. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. But that yeah.
2: game is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. That that reminds me of games uh, one can't play with their husband. Can't play spelling games with my husband because he can't. Oh. He, he's very reliant on spell check. Oh Yeah, and I love spilling games because yeah. the thing that really got me into the ha- hobby, which is not, I don't know, if some people may uh-huh. put their nose up at this, but Scrabble. I'm obsessed yes. with Scrabble yeah. because yeah. I played it every single night in college. I'm oh, sure people fun. have never heard me say that before. I talk about my love of Scrabble a lot, but <laughs> I never get to play anymore because there is, some people have a block about Spelling games. Have you ever yeah. felt this? Uh, Renegade has one called Spell Slingers. So it's really fun twist oh. on kind of uh, I'd spelling like to things. Try that. I yeah. love a yeah. word
2: game. I love a yeah. spelling game. Yeah. Have you ever played crazy words?
0: Crazy words? No, tell me more. Now, this is
2: one that Kellen of Board Game Barrage had introduced to the group, and we play it all the time. It is fantastic. Uh, everyone gets a, a, a secret um, a category card. So it'll say like a cereal brand or uh, a diaper brand, or uh, the name of a movie, right? Sounds
0: like anomia.
2: Okay, well, you you get the, you, okay, so far, yes. <laughs> but you get this category card, and then you're given a bunch of letters. vowels. Uh, you, you're guaranteed to get a few vowels, and then a bunch of consonants. And you have to create a made-up word, it can't be a real word, <laughs> that evokes the thing that you're trying to do, right? <gasps> what? And then everyone turns their fake word around, and we mix up the category cards and put them face up. And it's kind of like you're oh, trying fun. to guess who, whose word goes with what category. And you get points for getting it right.
0: Oh, cool. It it crazy words?
2: Crazy words with a K. It's like $4 at Walmart or something. It's like nothing. It's, it oh, costs great. nothing to get. Hidden Gym. Let me tell you, we laugh more with this game than any other game. And that's what really we love yeah. to do as a board game group. We love to laugh as much as possible. And we laugh so hard. And and the board game barrage guys, I keep bringing them up, but like Mark Basada is brilliant at this game because he makes just the best words that evoke – that are hilarious and evoke the thing. Yeah, Yeah,
0: what a great skill. It's
2: so good.
0: Oh, that's a genius concept for a game. And there's a podcast I listen to called Grammar Girl because I love grammar. And they are little like five to ten minute episodes. And she has this segment, uh, Mignon Fogarty. Her name's really fun to say, uh, <laughs> where she will have listeners call in and say a word that their family uses that is not a yes. real word that has come into their family's vocabulary. I
2: need to listen and, to
0: it. Yeah, it's great. Um, And it reminds me of gamifying that idea yeah. of what's something that feels like this should be the word for it. Sort of an onomatopoeia yes. that you've made up. Yeah. It just feels right. Yeah. Have right. you
2: heard Lexicon Valley? No. The podcast? <laughs> We're that's just going to talk
0: about all our favorite podcasts well, on this podcast today. About, the podcast's about podcasts. <laughs> it, it's
2: it's about the origin of words,
0: lexicon Valley. and it's
2: hilarious the, and it's brilliant. And you can learn about the origin of just common words, like where did they come from and why do we why is the word one with a w sound? You know, mm-hmm. it's the only o word. That, you know, it's just fascinating. Oh, I always Stuff say like oni,
0: that. oni. I'm player oni. It
2: should be oni, but it's one. But anyway, <laughs> let's not let that's we're diverging. Yeah. But it's a great podcast.
0: Are we though? Because you know, we're talking it's all it's all together. It's important. all together. It's all nerdy. It's all geeky. All right. Now we're almost out of time, but uh I do want to talk about what kind of gamer do you think you are, each of you? Aaron? Rose. Uh, uh, sorry. Aaron Rose. <laughs> That's
1: fine. Uh, I actually I think like I'm not quite that Emily gamer. Uh, I'm more curious than I think Emily, like Emily is like a little resistant or she would rather, you know, go back to her historical books and all of that. But like, I am not as skilled you know, as, like, a regular gaming group. But, like, I'm so curious. I love learning games. Like, I think it's so fun. And I um and I also love winning. So I think, like, that's part of it. Like, and we see a little bit of that with Emily. Like, when she finally, like, nails Lewis and Clark, it's like, that's me. A little bit of me. Well, she's so, a gamer
2: now. Yeah. She's, she's into it now.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. You made a convert. Yeah. I, I see the I'm real I'm, like, purpose. the host archetype. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love
2: to host. I'd rather host than go to somebody's game night. I like bringing the people in, introducing them to each other. I like making sure everybody's got what they need and everyone's having a good time and introducing people to games. I love teaching games.
0: You I'm just a- nailed, you just described, now I don't have to do it for me. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you said that so well.
2: If I, If I'm not in the mood for a game, but somebody says, oh, I don't know that game, I'll play it because I can teach it.
0: Exactly. It's so satisfying it's to so satisfying. watch people's eyes light up when you give them the gift of yes. a game they enjoy. That's right. Yeah. We yeah. used to hand
2: out awards to each other at our game group. We called it the boardies. And we give oh, yeah, each other awards so for best game explainer, best <gasps> party game person. Yeah. And we yeah, you know, it was cool. We would like make like trophies and things like that. It was that so fun. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Mark Basada, myself. Nealon, they they've all won.
1: I think I was in one of them.
2: You were in one of them.
1: A couple of them, yeah. 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 No, hold we on. Used ketchup is blood. Ketchup
2: is blood. <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> Wasn't there like there was like a shooting and what? I can't remember. There was something that we was an there was Oh, that oh we used blood? to make little. Yeah. Oh, we, for yeah. the boardies, we yeah. used to
2: do little videos.
1: You like to prep up the like award, so every so award gets a video. We would, every
2: everyone in the games group would star in a in a cute little funny skit. Yeah. And. Uh, I did one called The Explainer where I was really frustrated with with Aaron Rose and some other gamers about having to explain. You know how when they don't pay attention, (laughs) it's called The Explainer. And I eventually take out a gun and I'm like –
0: As explainers often do. As explainers often do. No, we love repeating ourselves 50 times because – that's, yeah, we just get to explain it over and over. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: like explaining games. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Aaron Rosendine, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. Tell people where they can find you and where they can find Meeple People. Yeah. So on YouTube, uh, Meeple People Comedy,
1: and it's uh, likely Story Productions, um, and then on Instagram, Meeple People Comedy, and Facebook, Meeple People Comedy. So yeah, thank you so much and for having us. And you personally, to- if they want to follow you, <laughs> um, yeah, Aaron Rose Whitener and there's uh, no following me and i <laughs> Dean's Ooh, so on, Dean's on instagram you're yeah right. i'm I, not really he, he dumbles. no <laughs> um. <laughs> don't look for me i'm not there
2: <laughs> i'm not there I, i'm on facebook say hi <laughs> if you're local to los angeles and you want to uh, yeah. find a new games group and you want to meet some awesome people who dean play loves games, new people please yeah, I love having new people he over. He actually really All loves that. All right, practicing. open
0: invitation yeah. Yeah. Open into invitation, home. anytime. That's right. Just got I to message it. him on Facebook. All right, well, thanks so much, friends, for listening to Victory Points. Make sure you tell your friends about this podcast. Tell them about it at the next game night, because word of mouth is how people find out. Yeah. And so uh, make sure you subscribe and like, and, uh, you know, rate us a five on iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes, do it. <laughs> Give us a five. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>